Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. It's time for our Friday morning coffee break, uh, this bank holiday Friday, uh, joined by Miss Specsavers uh, herself, Sinead Tohasi. Uh, hi, Sinead. Good morning, uh, Joe. How, how are you doing? A uh, good friend of ours uh, based in Castle Troy, Maggie Jarton, is here as well. Thanks for coming along, hi, Maggie. Joe. We Thanks. appreciate it. Uh, and uh, also uh, John Delaney, GGL Security, a regular contributor to the Limerick Today show, is with me uh, too. And you're welcome as well, John. Thank you, Joe. Um, uh, good morning uh, to, uh, to you. Um, I suppose, listening, we're just to reflect on how, how sad you've been listening to it mm. with us there and it's just a, a terrifying situation mm. isn't it and the power and the danger of fire mm. it's, you know. yeah, as you said that Joe that, that someone's life can change in an instant just like that and it's it's terrifying to think um, that that could happen to any one of us um, it was good to hear that there was a smoke alarm you know that someone had the, the presence of mind to have that installed at least um, unfortunately maybe it may not have been the the best thing on this, this occasion but it's, it just shows the importance of, of taking precautions yeah yeah. I know you're all about alarms aren't you John yeah and uh, you know it's, it's, uh, I was um, happy to hear that there was a fire alarm there also and, and, and maybe the fire alarm will ultimately save this person's life hopefully it will but it, it's hard to um, uh, kind of fathom how you could have a fire in this time of the year you know just thinking as an ordinary person like how, how you, it can change from a, a summer's evening to a a detrimental fire just in the, in, in the space of a minute it's just crazy to even think about it but bank there's something about bank holiday weekends you know we all have to think about road safety and swimming safety and you know so the weekend that's in it you know let's be careful out there yeah absolutely you know it's kind of time you know, when we all sort of relax and go, go into holiday modes and look forward uh, uh, to it but real life can intrude at any moment can't it Jeanette? absolutely um, I, I was driving yesterday um, around the west of Ireland and you know I was literally sitting on the steering wheel because you have to be so vigilant driving because, you know, you see, and you know the country roads of Ireland at the moment, and you see these roadhogs literally, you know, passing you out on, on, on white lines and you're going, my God, yeah. I hope they, 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 they you yeah. know, they get there safely. That's right. So, and I suppose just talking about the smoke alarm there, when, after li- listening to that recording, the first thing I'm going to do when I go home this evening is see all my batteries working. Yeah. Because they're the last thing you think of, you know, I'll replace these Especially tomorrow. Especially during the summertime. Yeah. But you never do replace them, do you? Yeah, you're so, so, you're so right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was only checking the smoke alarms at home over the last couple of weeks. Yeah, you know, and that beeping noise is a beeping noise. You'll say, I'll do it tomorrow, you know? Yeah. yeah. But my God, and, you know, I suppose like a community like Thomengate, you know, you can feel that sense of community out there. Where they, they they've all come together to support each other, so it's 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 a it's a sad time for them this weekend. Now you have a good sense through Specsavers and the various branches that uh, you have uh, here, um, City Centre and Dora Doyle, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of how things are shaping up across the city at the moment. Uh, what what does it feel like to you? You know, there's a fierce up. There's you know, uh, th- there's a huge talk of this fantastic stuff to come. And we've seen, you know, the, the grass shoots, we saw the grass shoots of it in the last couple of years. You know, there was a real, you know, positivity starting to talk, you know, talk up in the city. But definitely you can see it in this shopping centre today. I mean, I, you know, I, I came out to this shopping centre about two years ago and it was a dead duck. It was an absolute dead duck. But through the management here, through Clem and through all the other tenants that have come in, it's quite vibrant and it's quite a place to be. It's a real trendy spot between the eating halls of Hook and Ladder and La Piccola. Um, and then you've Starbucks, 
and you've all little the Friday market there. It's just a real sense of community out here, and this is what we wanted. In town, you can see for the first time this year, I've noticed, and I, I'm very one good person to notice footfall. And I'm seeing blue-collared workers back in town. And what does it mean to be a blue-collared worker? They're the guys in suits and ties. They're buying their lunch. They're buying their cups of coffee. You know, they're, they're walking on the streets again. So there's a fierce up there. Um, so it's fantastic. And I suppose with the good news last week about the Ryder Cup. And, you know, there's some really good stuff happening here. And I think as Limerick people, you know, I was having a conversation with somebody last night. We absolutely need to tap into this. We've seven years to become a city like Leeds, we, we, you know, we, we can be absolutely vibrant. Yeah, I, I mean, that's actually a great point, isn't mm. it, Maggie? That, you know, you can think about the Ryder Cup, and we had some textures during the week saying to me, Asha Joe, you could be dead before the Ryder Cup <laughs> comes along, and here you are talking about seven years' time and wah, 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 all the usual stuff. But, but actually, it is what we can do with it, exactly. isn't it, in the seven years? Exactly. That, We're really fortunate to have this lead-in to it, because Limerick is, is well known for coming together when it needs to, to put on the big events, and um, I mean, as you said, Sinead, the last couple of years, there's, there's been a real improvement around the town, a real buzz, a very positive. Um, people talk about Limerick, you know, as a, as a vibrant city now. It's not that it doesn't have the old history that it always had that, that, that was dragging it down. Um, so we've got seven years now to really make the best of this. Um, so I had somebody from head office here with me last week, Joe, and they're from the UK, and we were doing an audit. And, you know, to walk around the city, so I said... After work, we went down to the lock bar. It was Monday evening. It was hopping down there. Beautiful food, mussels, the works. Then we walked on about King John's Castle and I passed a pub, don't know the name of it, but there was the most amazing session of Irish traditional music going on on Monday evening. And this was at half seven at night. Continued over the bridges to just look back at our city. Walk up Clancy Strand and back then by Arthur's Quay. And that was an amazing walk. We need a couple of more boats there. We need a little bit more activity down there. And that's like just planting a seed in our developers' yeah. heads. You know, make city alive I, after I, five o'clock. Yeah, I, great point. Another city that I, I think of in that context actually is Baltimore in the States because I remember being there um, quite a while ago and it needed regeneration. I was there a couple of years back and went down to their key side and the place looked amazing. The work that they had done there, the regeneration work, boats, that's why it's in my yeah. head because there were loads of of boats um, uh, around. And I mean, GGL I know works internationally as well. You know, the Ryder Cup is a calling card, isn't it, in many parts of the world because golf is an international sport. Now, in some, in some countries it's very much a sport of the elite, not in Ireland, thankfully, not in Scotland, Maggie, as you'd know. But at the same time, connecting Ryder Cup and Limerick yeah, for the next year. I suppose, years. like, there's a couple of things about golf, Joe. It's probably the best TV sport you can have because, it, you know, it can go on all day and it's probably the only sport that you, you need TV to, to actually view it in its entirety, whereas you look at a football game or a rugby game or a hurling game, it's over 90 minutes, but a, a, a golf game will go on all day and it's spread over a, a huge parkland and, you know, it's made for TV. It's multi-denominational, multilingual, you know, global. And uh, the big win for the region here is that we're going to see Limerick and Adair Manor and, and the Munster region on TV every night, you know. So that's exposure. It's all about exposure. 
And they're just telling me at Live 95 News that tickets for the J.P. McManus Pro-Am in July of next year have completely sold out and uh, we are still a year away um, from it. So that gives you a, a sense of <coughs> what we're talking about. But just in that, Joe, what, what we discussed there, you know, I think now would be a time to call out all the Limerick business leaders. It would be a time to bring in the communities and we just really good work in the communities in, in Limerick and probably start a foundation and come together and go, you know, we've seven years, the clock is ticking. You know, the communities can get start getting ready now. Um, the business leaders can start coming in and, and, and you know, you know, we, we're meeting marketing people all day, every day. So we have some great ideas to present to the, the, the city councils and that, you know. Uh, we, we visit cities around, around the UK. I mean, Leeds is a fantastic... Um, probably a platform to look at. Leeds, 20 years ago, you wouldn't have even parked your car in it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't, you'd drive through. And look at Leeds now, yeah, it's, it's vibrant. It's tremendous, isn't it's it? They've done vibrant. an amazing job in Leeds. So if we yeah. were to compare ourselves to cities like that and say, you know, can we take a bit from here, a, di- a bit Absolutely. from there? And just kind of maybe... Yeah. You know, let's, 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 let's grab it. I mean, in and of itself, it's a week worth of international sporting activity. But what we do with it before and after is up to all of us, everyone, every citizen of Limerick, you know, communities, council, business people, public services, the whole lot. And there's no point afterwards going, mm, do you know, if only a bit more had been done there now and they all run up to that, because it could have made a huge difference, couldn't it, as you know, fellas staring to their points in 2030, wondering where it all went. You know, in Specsavers, we meet people all day, every, from all walks of life. We have a wealth of knowledge out there of people that are retired early, that are just dying to give money and, and give work, you know, voluntary work back to the community. Okay. You'll kill me if I don't get our ad break out, because, I mean, that's kind of what Specsavers pay for, for Live 95, isn't it? Uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We are broadcasting live from Specsavers in Castle Troy Town Centre uh, this morning. I'm back in a sec. Been having a lovely time this morning um, in the Castle Troy Town Centre at uh, our friend Specsavers branch uh, here. But um, as Sinead Claus, he says, was joining us for the coffee break, along with Maggie Jardin and John Delaney, there is huge activity in this centre, and it is a credit uh, to the team here, Clem and the team here, for the work that they have done and I know there are other things that they want to do and that's a matter of discussion maybe we've had it before and we'll have it again about uh, plans for expansion and, and all of that so we, we'll see what happens on that front uh, as well but it, it's a great offering even as it is uh, right now. We're in the middle of our Friday morning coffee break as we head towards the bank holiday uh, weekend and we thought we thought we were going to have a winner of a thousand euro in the last hour with Limerick today's 10 to 1. Uh, Jean was on and she, she got 8 out of 10 questions right and she was flying for the first I think six or seven and unfortunately she tripped up on the eighth hurdle there but uh, we'll have another opportunity for someone to win uh, that money um, on Tuesday uh, now um, I, I was uh, talking to some people around Limerick over the last couple of days you know who'd be from the sporting world or the, the rugby world and I was saying to them sure, of course you, you were watching Love Island oh no 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 yes you were yes you were <laughs> <laughs> because everybody ended up watching Love Absolutely. Island, didn't they? Greg O'Shea, glued to, man. <laughs> glued to it. Glued to it. Yeah, and unfortunately I had to go away to Kilkenny to work uh, the beginning of the week and I missed the final and my daughter and I 
have been sitting down every night for eight weeks watching it and the one night, the, the important night we were apart and it was dreadful, there was tears and yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was absolutely stopped at myself Yeah, and, it was great And on the, on the last night, we were lucky enough to be able to see it and mm. I, I was saying to my wife, watch this, the Limerick is going to win this No, no, he's debating the favourite here and the favourite <laughs> there and you know, and oh, it'll be somebody else it'll be Tommy and Molly May I said, watch this yeah. and I said, Greg and Amber announced <laughs> it was great show you know um, seven weeks before that I was saying every night I'd look into the sitting room as that Muck Island on <laughs> but by Jesus I was working I was watching Muck Island for the last week and, 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 and that is brilliant. exactly what I, and at least you're honest enough yeah. to admit it and but Muck the Island, number of yeah. people around town who are going oh I didn't watch it myself now but my uncle twice removed was telling me all and then you'd say <laughs> and so and what happened with Curtis and then they'd jump in with an opinion on Curtis <laughs> oh I was I'm in right, there yeah. and you know it's great for Limerick and it's great for, for Greg fair play to fantastic I mean we've one of our lads inside that's a, a, a rugby player and he was inside the call centre this morning and I'd say listen if the rugby doesn't work out there's always Love Island you know? <laughs> and you know and he did now I have to say John I know you were a huge fan yourself of Love Island uh, no Joe I'd have to introduce a bit of balance here because I think it's actually junk TV and I would I would change the channel rather than watching it so fair play to Greg for winning it but uh, no, not for me, I'm afraid. At all? Not at all. I would. Uh, I haven't seen two minutes of it, to be dead straight <laughs> with you. And uh, I won't be watching it, so... But, but, John, there were moments during Love Island, and I know you'll appreciate Why are you the looking analogy. into my eyes, too? I, I want to explain this to you. There were moments in Love Island, and yeah. you'll appreciate this, mm-hmm. that were similar to the Tipperary dressing room before an All-Ireland <laughs> final against Kilkenny. Before? Uh, before? Okay. Maybe. How about after? Okay. <laughs> well, Greg was the only one celebrating, I think, I with Amber. I one thing. End. Love Island and, and Croke Park and All-Ireland Sunday are two different places. Oh, I don't know about that. My God. Well, it is if a look, Tipperary, you, man. If you look at the viewers that oh, were after Oh, dig, it. dig. <laughs> but I suppose dig. the biggest win out of here is, you know, social media. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we are being told something that's completely different and I suppose marketing is my forte and I, and, I, and I love it would I love to get my hands on Greg to market my brand in the morning I would but I wouldn't you. be able to afford him now <clears throat> well there you go that's and I the looked point. on Monday evening and I suppose I'd be a punter and you looked at their followers mm. so this Molly May and whatever she had a follower of one point something million so for every time she posts she gets seven grand and Greg was at 500 euro because he had X amount of followers so if I was to get Greg to endorse my product on Monday evening at half four he would have charged me 500 euro now he would probably cost me in the region of over 11 grand for one post What? and that's only right now so that's growing all the time so watch people's followers and I suppose that's what we're very passionate do you want a brand ambassador or do you want an influencer? That's on Instagram, mm. is it? Instagram, yeah. Mm. So, Joe, you need to get the followers. Oh, oh yeah, well, well, the radio station getting the followers. Uh, we have a few on Instagram. I, yeah. I was on Instagram earlier today with Anne-Marie. She keeps saying, look, would you look a bit more natural? For God's sake. <laughs> it can't be that complicated. Yeah, well, that's very Just busy, speak you know? into the camera. And this is new learnings for us because we are on this table or of a generation where you put an ad mm. in the paper on Thursday evening and you hope for the best if people come in. Mm. Now you put it on in third seconds. <coughs> you know, so it's Radio's all about endorsing. Though. Radio's still a great medium. All Absolutely, interconnected. Absolutely, you know. I mean, I'm, I'm, Works I'm, on social as well. I'm going to be doing the tail <laughs> after you leave this evening, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's, it's, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's down to exposure. Whether you're talking about a dare manner or, or golf yeah. or Ireland. It's influencing. It's we or are City Centre is yeah. exposure. But it's yeah. funny, I, we had um, our own correspondent, uh, Greg's dad, Niall, and he was on with us fairly regularly while it was all happening. And as I said to him, the most exciting moment for me was when Niall and Carol, his parents, walked into the villa 
the parents got to go into the village, John. Uh, I, 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 I can see. <laughs> to visit. How, yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was huge. Um, and, and he was very interesting on the whole thing. But I did say to him at the end, you know, I said, so Greg's now won this. So is he going to, you know, make hay while the sun shines? And now he was going, well, you know, he's his solicitor exams to do. He's got to get back to the rugby. But then I read somewhere that apparently you can make, even if you haven't won it, up to half a million sterling in the six months after. Yeah. So if Greg was to put on Live Limit 95 in Dorset, you know, at Live Limit 95, you would have to pay him mega bucks mm. now. But it's very fleeting. I mean, it's a finite time that he has to capitalise on, on what's happened to him now. Now, you have to go to a lot of nightclub you know, openings and stuff yeah, around. Yeah, and there'll be another mm. batch of people coming along. that They're doing two series mm. next year. There's one coming up in the next six months. Um, I mean, who remembers who won it last year? Mm. Whoever they know. Good point. It's... But, but I would know. say this, though, and you go back to your point about, um, you know, being ambassadors for Limerick and the Ryder Cup and the whole lot. Like, Greg now could tap in oh. on behalf of Limerick to a group internationally that we could get him, near. Oh, will you stop saying that? Greg's a very generous guy. We I have so. no doubt <laughs> that. I mean, because Niall said to me that you know, when Greg comes back and he's on all sorts of contracts that, you know, he'll look after the local media, so he'll be, he'll be in the studio with Niall, I hope. Um, but seriously, in terms of, of you know, the ability to endorse, oh, and amazing. I tell you, I'm amazed to have heard from Mayor Michael Sheehan. You know, like, good man to hold an old civic reception. I assume that that's uh, in the pipeline somewhere by the mayor of Limerick when Greg comes back, you know. I'd say, will fill O'Connell Street by the sounds oh, of listen, it. Listen, he won Love Island. He didn't cure cancer. Come on. That's oh, a big reception. Come on. Maggie, listen. He won I, a TV programme. That's, yeah. you know. I have to say now, Maura, the other Irish person who was yeah. in it, who'd been in it longer, she she didn't look overly happy when Greg Did won. You know, actually, did she look yeah, in her face? Her face was a picture. Yeah, I suppose. Her face was a picture, all right. It was. She, she couldn't. She, she was, was, she yeah. was looking for eye contact to see she who was. agreed with her. Oh, that this was yeah. wrong. It was, yeah, fascinating. Yeah, anyway, John, the last time you were in, you were telling us that Tip were going to have a good season and in the hurling, and we were laughing at you, and it turns out <laughs> Tipperary are in the All Ireland final. Yeah. And then we can't. I suppose to be. To be Perfectly honest, um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved that we got there. Uh, it's, it's a, it just goes to show how fickle sport is. Uh, very disappointing for Limerick uh, because I've worked in Limerick all my life and most of my sporting pals are, are from Limerick. But just goes to show you, as I said, how fickle it is. You know, uh, very often only a puck of a ball between games and what, what a weekend for hurling it was in Croke Park last weekend. Two just amazing games, mm. a fantastic advertisement for the game. And um, but I guarantee you, uh, this will this will reinforce Limerick. Uh, they will not be happy campers waking up the next morning, and um, they'll be back. So, you know, let's see. I, w- I was down in Kilkenny working, as I said, for a few days there, and I was in a pub on Tuesday, Wednesday, and they were still watching reruns of the Kilkenny Limerick match. Yeah. <laughs> and there was a fella sitting taking notes of every minute, second by second, writing down what every player was doing, what they were doing. Yeah. I said, would you ever go over yourselves, lads? What's going on? Thank you. Well, being and from Limerick, I had to, you know. Anyway, uh, just, just to finish, um, the Irish Times, I mean, we can't think of a more significant newspaper in the country over the generations and today. The Irish Times says this morning, Greg could prevent a hard border. <laughs> on his own? Do you know, I wouldn't rule it out, you know. I the way Boris is, you know, bring him in. <laughs> so there, can we get a civic reception then? Well, then be justified, absolutely. Huh?
Anyway, best of luck to Tipperary. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it'd be great. Um, I might be watching reruns of Love Island that day when that game's on. Uh, anyway, John Delaney from GGL, our good friend. Thank you so much. Uh, Maggie Jardin, thank you for coming in. And particularly Sinead Clossy and all the team here at Specsavers. They were very nice. They managed to continue the business. They managed to keep customers happy with us plonked in the middle of them doing a talk show. And they did it with aplomb. You should be very proud of them. <laughs> we're very proud, Joe. And can I just say to Limerick 95, as always, you're a fantastic partnership with us here in Limerick. Thank yeah. you very much. And especially to your team and all the people in the background you do amazing amazing work thank you thanks very much thank you Sinead Clossy uh, as well call Limerick today now on 461995